When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Thank you to all the fairgoers hanging out with Lori and Julia at the Chanhassen Dinner Theater stage at the My Talk 107 booth. Come by, say hi if you're on your way down or if you're there already. We'd love to see you. And don't forget, if you're not down here, we have an online store for you to get all of our fresh swag. But for then, but until then, let's hang out with Lori and Julia. They're here too because they put up your um, your head. head, your cardboard head. I see is, that in is, the back. Yes. Yes. Can you see that? Can you see? We can't see anything on these. Yes, screens, I can so. see you guys and my face kind of in the in the mirror back there, or in the window back there. Ocean. Yeah. Okay. Well, we wanted we wanted somebody to pretend like they were in control of the stage. Yeah, because so it's not it us. Be we're we're flatheads on the floor. Mm-hmm. We 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 blew over. Um, okay, so the Doobie Brothers are tonight at the concert. Grandstand. Yes. Here we go. Who's fun? Who's fun? We got people? All right. They're on their way. All right. They're coming out here now, you think? Yeah. Um, we've got people. I think it's going to be a fun one. This one. I mean, Michael McDonald. I know. John oh. Bream had a great story. They have so many songs. This young gal that works in, in selling merchandise. Right? She goes, I don't think I know who the Doobie Brothers are. I said, it, the Doobie Brothers music has been in so many movies and TV shows. It has. It, it kind of sets the stage for sometimes eras. Right. Thrown in a, and you know, that would, the Doobie Brothers are like, they were a bar band. Well, let me just tell you their story. Yeah, weren't they? Okay. So um, I tried to find out 10 fun facts on the Doobie Brothers. Yeah. And they you don't, a thousand. they're too old that they don't have 10 fun facts. What? They just have a Wikipedia page and some other stories. But I went under the Doobie Brothers facts for kids. Oh, I like that. And so here's how they summarize. Okay. They're an American rock band from San Jose, California. I agree. This one says they've sold more than 40 million albums. On another page, 22 million. So somewhere in between there. But the band can be broken up into three eras. Okay. So um, in the 70s, from 1970s, 75, it featured lead vocalist Tom Johnston and a mainstream rock and roll, you know, elements with some folk. Okay. Okay. And R&B. Johnston quit the group in 75. He didn't quit. He had a drug problem. Um, That wasn't on Doobie Brother Facts for Kids. I had to go to another website to find that out. But he had a drug problem and was asked to leave the band and was replaced by Michael McDonald. Whoa. Now, Michael McDonald, you know, was... I always loved his beard. God, he had a great He had a great, great voice. And a great beard. And Michael McDonald comes to us from the band, um, oh, for crying out loud. He was a last-minute replacement in 1974 when Tom Johnson's health began to falter as a result of heavy drug use and the, the just... Trauma of touring and traveling all the time. In 75, he was um, 
hospitalized with a bleeding ulcer and forced to leave the band. Michael McDonald joined, but he was from... Another band. He was a big one, Laurie. Who oh. was um, Steely Dan? Was Michael McDonald with Steely Dan? I think so. Okay, Thank this, you. This is an asterisk moment. <laughs> Don't take this for fact. <laughs> Look this up. I feel like I'm missing a page. You might be, but I, I you know there's been from... trauma up here trying to see a screen in the sun or deal with everything. So just whatever it is, it's somewhat true. Okay. Okay. You were right, um, Steely. He was part of Steely Dan before thanks, that. So thanks, nice Grant. There you go. Okay. okay so he. Um, so he joins the band, and they have all the big hits. And he plays the keyboard. And, and he was songs. right, and he was with the group from seventy-five to eighty-two when the group broke up. Oh, that was a, that was like we couldn't believe they were breaking up right at the height of everything big. Right, and so um, a little bit more about Michael D- McDonald. Well, first of all, let's go back to how they got their name. I know this story. Okay. Let's see if it matches what they have in facts, Doobie Brothers facts for kids. So They didn't say they why were, they... They were basically a bar band. They're fu- and their roommates, or their next door neighbors, they were like, we need a band name. And the neighbor said, why don't you self- call yourself the Doobie Brothers? Because that's all you guys do Doob- all day. Slam them doobies, which back in the day, kids, that's what blunts were called. Yes. And in, and in, and that's how they got their name. And in facts, doobie brother facts for kids. Do they say that? It said the name can be credited to the friend. Um, the band's fondness for doobies, and it's a slang for marijuana cigarettes. Yeah. Back in the day. They do address Mm -hmm. it. They do address it. So the people that are going to be performing tonight. It's their 25th year. It's their 50th anniversary. It's Michael McDonald, Tom Johnson, Pat Simmons. Well, they're all. John McPhee, the vocalist that had the drug problem and the bleeding ulcer that they kicked out of the band. They let back in the band oh. in um, the, let's see, let me see the third time that the, in 87 he got to come back. Okay. So he's been performing Is with them. Is he with the group? He's with the group. It's the whole, it's everybody. A, and they've got many other players with them, too. Oh, and yeah, so, they have a whole band. Um, they have... Um, Backup singers, they, I think it's going to be... A, I'm jealous. I'm officially jealous of not going to the show. I am too. But at the same time, I'm tired and I need to rest up for Tim McGraw mm-hmm. and Kevin Costner. And the keyboardist, mm-hmm. since that's been touring with the band since 1915, his name is Bill Payne, is also the founder and sole constant member of the fellow classic rock band, Little Feet. Oh my gosh. So you've got some star power there on stage yeah. tonight. And this guy, Bill Payne, who is the keyboardist, um, is regarded by many, including Elton John, to be one of the greatest American keyboardists in rock. Look at that. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. then Michael McDonald will be on keyboard. Oh, we'll my see. gosh. People, people better not be sitting down at this show. Also playing with the Doobies this year, this is a big year, people, are the drummer Ed Toth, formerly with Vertical Horizon, and percussionist Mark Quinones, 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 <laughs> Quaninis, Quanahas, formerly with the Almond Brother Band. So think of Little Feet. Did you call them the Almond Brothers? I always thought they were the Almond. No, they're, they're all men. But I would always call them the Almond Brothers. Oh, that's what I thought. I I'm did, not as cool did, as you are as old. But did you just say a D? Did you call them I the did. Almond I Brothers? Did. It's better than I calling them. Wrong, oh, yeah. <laughs> Think of this. So you have the Allman Brothers. Allman. Just say Allman. 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 Little Feet, <laughs> the Doobies, yeah. and Steely Dan. It is a 1970s Lollapalooza. 
All on yeah. one stage. This is going to be a fun night. Yeah, there's going to be some... It's not going to be... What did someone... Oh, someone tweeted that at the Shaggy TLC concert, they saw someone wearing a t-shirt that said, Average D Energy... But I feel like tonight, you know, that it's going to be higher energy. There's going to be a lot of guys at this show. It's going to be big D energy. Oh, I think so. Yeah. Okay, so so minute by minute by minute by minute, losing, losing. It keeps on, I keep on running, I keep on running, I keep on running. They really repeated the lyrics a lot. So if you don't know them okay, this was or remember your, them tonight. This was her theory yesterday. This is something bands do. It's called the chorus and no, it generally they, involves But repetition. I feel like in the, in the 70s, I feel like they did it more, except for telephone, 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 or work, 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 baby, don't you work, 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 you're, Rihanna. You're already blowing your argument by arguing against yourself. I so, am. You know, I like it. I was just going to pretend I was the person in Animal House. Skirt, don't skirt, skirt, don't skirt. <laughs> the, two, the two little people fighting against themselves. Yeah. Never mind, people probably didn't see that. But anyway, I think it's going to be good. Yeah. That's all... You know, they really didn't have anything easy, like bullet points for me yeah, to that's read, which bad. is how I like to read yeah. with the bouncing ball. <laughs> this, this included a lot more. But the Doobie Brothers were inducted into the Vocal Group Hall of Fame. Who knew there was one? Not me. In 2004. And I'm sure they're in the Rock and Roll mm-hmm. Hall of Fame. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, right. Herbal Indulgences is why they got their name, the Doobie Brothers. Is that what they say on the mm-hmm. kids for... The kids, herbal no, they, indulgences? they called it marijuana, but oh, somewhere else they called it herbal yeah. indulgences. Well, so that's like going to a, you yeah. know, a health food store. I'm going to get some herbal indulgences if you want to use that. Yeah, steal it. What right. time is it? It's time for you to get your random. Oh, I can't wait to together. find those sheets of paper. Okay, <laughs> we're, we're getting close on the clock here. I know we gotta go. We'll be right back. Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Okay. So after my Doobie Brothers, you know, um, lecture that I just gave you, my TED Talk on the Doobie Brothers, I got to let you know something. We got a post-it note from a lovely woman who's going to the Doobie Brothers tonight that got an email about the Doobie Brothers tonight that said, I just received an email update. Michael McDonald is not performing tonight. Also opening band, not performing. Concert start time change from 7 to 7.30. So who's oh. ever going, there's something. But remember, we said the original singer's back, so you're going to have the lead singer still yeah. there. And you got the great pianist there. And you got there. the great pianist but there. That was the big draw was Michael McDonald so, being back together. And the Dirty Dozen Brass Band, which I was... Was the it, warm-up band. I was excited to, for people to see them. They're from New Orleans. And uh, so, uh, for obvious reasons, you know, maybe they're not able to leave. Maybe they're they've got family. family they need to get back to hurricane so. and everything that's going on down there. So yeah, they're really they're really a fun band too, you know. But yeah, they I, that okay. doesn't surprise me. So, bummer. bummer. So, I know it. Jeez Louise! And then Grant just told us Bonnaroo was canceled I in know. September. Oh, okay. why can't people get vaccinated? Lori, that has a lot to do with the storms and everything going through there, honey, because they went up that way. Bonner, no, no, Bonnaroo wasn't, wasn't going to happen until, like, September. Lori, today September. is August 31st. I know, but, like, the thir- in three weeks or something. Okay, I still, you have to realize there's a major hurricane down there and everything's flooded. Yeah, that all farm right. would be f- flooded. I've been to that all farm right, field. So, all right. All right. Anywho, guess what time it is. 
uh, Viagra time. <laughs> oh gosh. Okay, now do people that that one is <laughs> Lori, Lori's sick. Okay. Yeah. Oh, we got a face platter over there. All right. All right. Does anyone have you ever you know looked at your baked potato or your you know like, rice, your bowl of rice? Or maybe your sweet potato fries and said, oh, this would taste so much better if I could top it off with the taste of a Twix candy bar. No, never. Right? Chocolate and potatoes do not mix. Well, Twix is now coming, T-W-I-X candy bar is now coming in a shaker. Like the Everything Bagel now is in a shaker, so you get all the seasonings on the Everything Bagel, which makes sense because they're seasonings. But so you're going to have the taste of can't chocolate, caramel, cookie, and you put it on your ice cream. Yeah, you're going to put it on your ice cream. No your one's putting cream. it on a potato. What kind of marketing is this? Well, I'm just saying, I was thinking of it as a seasoning. It's no. Twix Sneeze Shakers. They're coming out. You can get them at Sam's Club if you want them. That sounds Lori, like- what what... What gets better with age in your brain? Because we don't hear a lot of good stuff about it. So give me something good. Okay. What do you think gets better with age in your brain? Okay. What gets better is that whatever situation you're confronted with or you have to deal with, how to deal with that, you are better equipped to deal with that situation. Agreed. You can put together the parts and the pieces and see the bigger picture So something quicker. that would have made you really mad or had you fly off the handle or not really processed what and make a big deal about it or be in a pro... You don't think that way. By the time you're 50, you're pretty good about you know figuring out how you should handle any given situation. That is a good news of, of aging. This is after 50, so you're not going to have it till then. So we're sorry, all you people who are young. This is finally something for just us. All right, so this is what they say. Researchers, is it true? Pretty much. Okay. From Georgetown University Medical Center studied hundreds, hundreds of people between 58 and 98 and found two key brain functions. They include attending new information and focusing on what's important. So you get a ton of information. You, you can pick out. This is the key point. Yeah. So you can do that. Mm-hmm. And um, things that those things contribute to critical aspects of um, um, your um, how you're going to deal memory with and given... decision making, yes. self control. Yes. Our vital in navigation, yeah, math, language and reading. Yeah. It's one of the beautiful things about getting older is like, oh, you don't have to overreact to so much stuff. It's or referred have it to be as difficult. alerting. It's characterized by a state of enhanced vigilance and prepared preparedness. I can never pronounce that word. Preparedness. Do it. Yeah, that's a hard one. I might have um, had an inside scoop into this when I was searching through nature. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. The Journal. And it might have been a study that got published in there, so I might have had a heads up on this. I figured you did, because I felt like that came off very quickly. Yeah. But it is true. I know. It is. And it makes sense. All right, so let's see a show of hands on this one. So people say that, you know, you know, with the pandemic, you would have more downtime. It hasn't panned out this summer. Do you feel like you've had more downtime this no, summer? No, because we're trying to get things in before, like, everything goes that's, haywire. That's, you. Yep. that's yeah. you, but it's other people are working two jobs. Yeah. People are picking up other things. And the new study found out one-third of Americans have been so caught off in their work, their life, their kids, that they haven't had a day to relax. Yeah, I believe it. I cannot wait. We have Labor Day off this year. I know. We are so excited. We have pea green with envy (laughs) of ourselves. And people should be, oh. Yeah. We never get that day off. That's a big one. Mm -hmm. That's a big one. Other things that are happening, Lori, is baby elephants suck on their trunks for comfort, just like people suck on their thumbs. Oh. I thought that's kind of cute. That is so sweet. That is probably one of my favorite safari memories is seeing the baby elephants walking in a line holding their mom's tail honestly right out of the jungle book it's so cute and then they're all sizes teenagers moms the big bull couple baby oh just they are so cute those little baby elephants in the wild they that was really i'm so glad i saw that with my dad Oh, that's a fun. Take a dream trip with your parents if you can, you guys. It's amazing. You got to take one with both dads. You took one with my daddy out. Well, we made a thing uh, after Casey's accident. We thought, well, whenever we get this settlement money, we're going to take each of our parents, because they're all divorced, and and take them on a a dream trip that they want to go on. And my dad was like, I want to go on a safari. And I'm like, me too. And your dad was like... He didn't oh. care what we did. We took him yeah. on a Mediterranean cruise, and he had a romance. And you took my mom to Alaska. Took, yeah, that was really fun, too. And then What I, about me? Julia, where do you want to go? <laughs> Just tell me. We'll go. I'll plan it. You should go to Paris with me. I would you love would to. Love I've only been once for three days, and it wasn't a good experience. Okay, oh. in case you're wondering if you want to get tested for COVID, they've opened up more public sites again. MSP Airport, super easy. Is you that the, the spit? It's the spit one. Roy Wilkins is now opening up um, Monday through Thursday, 11 to 6, and on Sundays from 11 to 4, Yeah. in case you want to know about that. Yeah. I don't really... That's like bad news. That's what? bad news. Really? Mm-hmm. I don't, how much time do I have left? Oh, look at the time. It's almost time We've got a lot of go. time, Julia. We've got nothing but time. We're just sitting back enjoying everything that you have to share with really? us. And look at the people are hanging on your ah, every round I can thought. tell. Look I can at, tell. People have stopped in the street, and, you know, they're like, what the heck? This oh, is so good. Oh, Grant, you couldn't have played that a minute sooner. <laughs> Thank you, love. Okay, you, I hope, will tell us about the traffic. Yeah, definitely. And then we'll tell you about Furniture Manor. Um, this is Lori and Julia. We are live from the Hammernick's Interiors stage, sponsoring our show on the Chanhassen stage. When we come back, we're going to talk a little music, man. We'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. We are live from the Minnesota State Fair, and we are delighted right now that music you are hearing is from the Music Man, which is playing right now at the Chanhassen Dinner Theater, who is sponsoring our stage, I might add. And we have Michael Gruber and Tony Verling with us today. Hi, guys. 
Hey, hello. How are you guys doing? Great. Good, good. Okay. How are you? We are good. We are. It's a beautiful day out here at the Minnesota State Fair, I might add. Have you guys been out here yet? No, we have not. But today is a gorgeous day. They, really, got a, they got a show to do, I Julia. I know, you got a show There's to do. There's no time traipsing okay, around the fair when you guys have your Music Man <laughs> show going on. So you guys you guys started the Music Man, and then like nine days later, it got shut down because of COVID, right? That's correct, yeah. It was a bit shocking, completely unexpected, but, you know, we thought it was going to be two weeks of a layoff, right. and then it ended up being a year and six, four months. Oh, my God. How happy are you to be performing live again? Fantastic. We're so thrilled to be back. And what's really nice is the audiences are thrilled to be back as well. Well, and that's just such a fun place um, to see a show. And you guys updated all the ventilation systems and everything and really figured out a way to bring people live music on a limited capacity, even right. while everyone else was shut down. So thank you for that. So tell us about this production of The Music Man. What are the audiences saying? You stink? <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, if they did, we certainly wouldn't. Uh, we wouldn't say so. Oh, they'll no, just email they, that to you later, like they do us. I'm just kidding. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. No, it seems to be an incredible experience. I, you know, again, live theater is something we really um, didn't have during the pandemic, and it really is that exchange that you have on stage with an audience. And what's so great about Chenazen is it's such an intimate house i mean the audience is right there and you can really feel that connection exchange of energy and the show is so fun it's such a piece of americana and uh it's it's been really overwhelming i think just to be emotionally back in that relationship with an audience again that's so fun all right what do you guys play in the music man uh this is michael i play harold hill and tony i play marcellus washburn sort of harold hill's sidekick Oh, how fun. Okay, you guys are real-life partners, right? Yeah, we're married. <laughs> ah, you're married. How did you get... Did you meet there at the Chan? We did meet at the Chan. <laughs> they, they brought me in... Um, what? It's 2007. 2007 to do Easter Parade from New York. I was living in New York at the time. And they brought me in, and that's how I got connected with Chan Hazen and Michael Brindisi and the whole crew, Tam right. and everyone, and... We, uh, so then I went back to do the Broadway revival of A Chorus Line and the national tour, but I was really looking for a relocation, uh, and Minnesota, Minneapolis seemed to be the perfect place, and, uh, you know, and Tony was here also, so it was just a perfect situation, and what, a, what it's been, 10 years, 11 years. Yeah, we've been back 11 years And now. it's just, I can't imagine how lucky I am to be in such an amazing city in the Midwest. I just love Minneapolis so much. So it's, uh, it's been oh, fantastic. That's a sweet story. And so did you decide to move here before or after you started going out together? Uh, after. Yeah, I figured. Yeah. I figured. Yeah. I you was guys, pretty established here already. And, I know uh, you are. And I, You've yeah, been so, on our show many times. Off. Yes, I love your show. Uh, and I had gone on tour with a uh, production of Little House on the Prairie, and so I was gone for about a year. And at the end of that year, we decided to move back here. Oh my gosh, I remember that. It was at the Guthrie. We saw with uh, Melissa Gilbert. Yes. Yes, yes. So I went on the road with that show for a year after the okay. Guthrie production. Oh my yeah. gosh. All right, so you guys now tell us do you do shows 
five days a week, six days? How does it work? We do six days a week, Tuesday through Sunday, with two shows on Wednesday and two shows on Saturday. So it's a pretty full schedule. You do. And is the music, man, is it the the show uh, like an adaptation of like what we see in the movie? Because I've never, I mean, it's I'm just saying, close. is it exactly the same? I, I don't know, because sometimes yeah. they change it. Julie's the play, laughing yeah, at me. The play came first, and then they did shot the movie afterwards using Robert Preston, who originated the role on Broadway. Barbara Cook was the original Marion, but then, of course, Shirley Jones played her brilliantly in the movie. Oh, she so did. And, and they... And they kept it very faithful. They very did. faithful okay. adaptation. Yeah, so if, you, if you're a fan of the movie, but you've not seen the show, you will not be disappointed. It will give you the exact same story. Okay. Oh, that's so fun. Julia, I don't know why you're laughing because at that. Because I just they wanted do, to. They change sometimes well, the, the show. They, they change like Oklahoma. Well, no, they do change the shows, mm-hmm. and sometimes the Chan does take a different spin. So I did not think that was the silliest question I in did. the world. I don't know why I did. I needed a good laugh because this show has been something today. Okay, so guys, I want to ask you something. If you're just joining, with, we're with Michael Gruber and Tony Verling, and they are starring in the... Broadway hit here at the Chan Hassan, The Music Man, and you can get your tickets at chanhassan.org. Um, I want to ask you guys something. Do you Were you excited with the um, Bernie, Fel, is her last name, Fieldstein? Um, Bernie ca- Feldstein. Feldstein's casting. Oh, who's going to play um, Funny uh, Girl? Uh, funny Girl. Yeah, yeah. She's amazing. I, I am so excited about that because you know who wanted that forever is Leah Michelle from Glee. I, I, know, I bet, yeah, I she, know. she's been uh, campaigning for it for a long time. You know, the I know. thing about Leah Michelle, and she's an incredibly talented person, uh, but this, this uh, beanie has such a, a funny, funny sense of humor, and she's, she's just, I think, going to handle the humor much better. You know, I think she is so funny, and then she's so cute in that movie, Book Smart. Whose sister oh, is she? Great. Jonah Hill. She's Jonah Hill's little sister. She is hysterical. I'm so excited. Yeah. We we can hear you guys. I don't know if you can hear it, but we actually are listening yeah, to the, the Doobie Brothers warming up right now. Do you hear that background noise? <gasps> it's no, the Doobie Brothers sound check. We're right by the grandstand, so we hear them. But we just want to let you guys know... Thank you so much for being on our show, and we just love everything out of the Chan. It's such a fun experience, and the food is so good, and you can go for the dinner or just see the show. And congratulations. I got to ask, how many dance okay. numbers are in the Music Man? Oh, gosh. You've got, six, yeah, you've got seven. Like, Trouble, 76 Trombones, Shabubi, Mary and the Librarians. And then they added, um, both Michael and I are tap dancers, so they added a big tap duet for us in a, in a number that's not usually a tap number. So um, It's the Footbridge Ballet, which is a, uh, just a choreographic moment in the show. And then, of course, Shapoopy, which is a big, big company dance number. Yeah, on top of that, Shapoopy? Shapoopy! Okay. Meredith Wilson made it up. Yeah, I, I love it. Your sweetheart, yeah. Oh, that, you know what? That is, it's such a great, I've seen the play and I've seen the movie. It's just such a fun one. It's such a fun one. Lori would like to be asked to do a guest appearance. No, I wouldn't. She okay. loves acting no. and singing. No, I, will, I'll, I promise you, be, you, I'll be busy. You can, ask, ask you can be one to, of the, 
Go one ahead. One of the pick a little ladies. She could be one of the pick a little ladies. Julia did that. No, That's I her did. signature role. Pick a little, tackle a little, pick a little, tackle a little. Julia is the one who's the actress. I'm not. And she knows all the songs. I've had, I've been a star before, and Lori, it's your turn. Yeah, no. No. We have to share the spotlight. We're happy to share the stage with you whenever you get the. I'm happy for you to have it. <laughs> Thanks, you guys, and it's nice Thank talking you. to you. And hopefully, we'll see the show. I know Steve's been to the show. Um, I, we just haven't made it yet, um, but we will be out there. How long well, is we, the we're running? We're running to the end of January, so you got a lot. We got, we got some time. All right. Thank yeah. you, guys, so much for your energy and being on our show. And congratulations to the success of the Music Man. Thank you so much. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. Lori, they asked us if you remember back to oh, be the I pick know. little ladies. Oh, I know. And Lori's like, Joey, I'm not doing it. I, I and, said, whatever day it is, I'm busy. I mean, it won't matter. <laughs> I'm going to be busy. I'm busy that next year, too. See, I know what to do in a given situation, how to handle it to make me happiest. There you go. Yeah, so that's... Uh, that's your age. That's the age. You must that's be what happens 50. with age. Yep. There you go. You've proven it right and left there. Yeah, I know. I don't want to do that. And I you know. have been so good I've at it. it. I've You've done, done it. it I did it times. the Mary Tyler Moore play. I did it for um, what was the big one where I was at the, the radio. Ordway? Yeah, I did it at the Ordway for the. I was the weather lady in. Was it Annie? No, it wasn't Annie, but it was one of those big ones. Yes, it was. I, how quickly you've forgotten your theater roots? Oh my gosh, my resume is two pages long. <laughs> I can't think of what. What was it, Lori? You had a... The weather lady is in something. And you were like in an 1880s costume. I, I feel was. like you were in a really great costume. And I had to stand in front of the old-fashioned microphone and do the weather. Yeah. The kids went and everything. Well, I it can't could have been this. 1880s, maybe no. 1940s. Sure. Oh, then. There were <laughs> microphones. I like the 1880s. You know, I mean, I feel like it was a stand. What it was, was it? I don't know. Okay, now Who that is... The- it, it was, was Annie. Annie. Thank God someone knows what I was in. Yeah. I'm over 50. The memory goes. That's right. But I'm able to react quickly to difficult situations. <laughs> you get one right. That was it. It was Annie. It was Annie. And did you have a speaking role? I, I had remember. a speaking yeah. role. Yeah, and I feel like you did this at the Chan, too. I have. I'm really... Every theater in town that will have you. Every, it's your turn. <laughs> no, Julia. <laughs> Julia, don't spit in the microphone. I just spit everywhere. All right, oh, look yeah. at the time. Don't Our, anybody try and shake Julia's hand. Don't you dare. Yeah, she's got well, COVID palm. Got COVID. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick break. We're live at the Minnesota State Fair, and we come back. It's time to Hollywood Speak. This is Lori and Julia. Hollywood Speaking. What is the meaning of this? All right, what well, people we got, are right? trying to Hollywood Speak. Why did Michael McDonald cancel on the Doobie Brothers tonight in the State Fair? They're going, but he canceled, and the show is starting at 7.30 instead of 7, and the warm-up band, I think they're from New Orleans, and I think they've got other issues. They, they're so, not, they're, there's no opening act. Yep. So, yeah. Sorry to break the news. So the Hollywood speak, I'm like, I think it's COVID-related. Either he has COVID or he canceled, maybe because he doesn't like that it's just strongly encouraged vaccines and masks. That's not a... I'm just saying... Julia, why are you getting mad at me? We're trying to Hollywood speak. Why Michael McDonald canceled? I'm just, you know, trying to paint the two vivid pictures of what it could be. All right, fine. You know? They sound good, though. Oh, they're back to sound check. Yeah. Okay, so um, 
Here is a Hollywood speech. Everything is so public. Uh, yeah, I mean, Julia. I didn't mean to shoo you. Yeah. I you, have to go to the bathroom and I can't oh focus. Oh, my gosh. Okay. It's been the, an hour. The Hollywood speak on this right now is Julia has a headache. I am going. I mean, you have a headache from the sun. This is why she's. she might be going down under the desk to do the rest of this Hollywood it's speak. It's so much easier under there when I don't have to look at people and don't have the sun in my face. It's really easy. I've done it down there. Yeah. Get back down there and see if you can Hollywood speak any better than what you're doing up here in the sun. Well, you guys can help us Hollywood speak. I'll just read their lips what to say. Okay. So um, I'm going to do a Kourtney Kardashian Hollywood speak just because it involves um, the guy who can sit down on in all the rows, the guy who's the douchebag. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. In the ass hat on, uh, you know, Scott Disick. Scott Disick. Just, he is just such a D-bag. But anyway, he left a message. He left a message on Courtney Kardashian's boyfriend she had for two years from two years ago. Okay? So this would be like... His name yeah. is... Uh, I don't even know. It doesn't even matter what this we'll dude's name John. is. We'll call him John. Benjamin or Benjamin something. Benjamin John. So this guy, Scott Disick, writes, Yo, is this chick off? He sends a picture of Courtney Kardashian making out with her Travis Barker. He's gone on his second plane trip. You know, they just seem like uh, they're having a great time. I don't mind this couple at all. You know, they've known right. each other forever, age appropriate. So Scott Disick writes the ex-boyfriend from two years ago, yo, is this chick okay? It's the mother of his children texting her ex-boyfriend from two years ago that doesn't give a crap. Yeah, and uh, that guy, for him, got mad at him for being judgy and so controlling and then told him, I ain't your bro, dude. I love it. So I like that a lot. I, I like it a lot, too. Scott Disick, who has uh, made out with every 18-year-old as soon as they turn 18, is somebody's daughters in Hollywood... While he's a man in his right. 30s with three kids, always got, you know, the PDA, the girlfriend, right. and like nothing. And now he's going to all of a sudden Judge sit in judgment her. of uh, Courtney. I think somebody's jealous. I think 100%. Somebody's Who's having age-appropriate relations, too? Yeah, they look really happy. Yeah, I got to say, I don't have anything against this couple. I'm fine I, with I them. I agree, Lori. They just look happy. And so Travis Barker got the last laugh. Because he's now dating Kourtney Kardashian. Yes. They, he got the last laugh. He, a response to this, this story, mm -hmm. he posted Ray Liotta from Goodfellas having a good laugh. That's it. Didn't say anything. Just used that. Love it. Yeah, so... They see you, and they yeah. don't care, and they think right. it's pretty funny because he just sounded like, like I said, a douche. Sour you know? puss. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Big time. Just sit down in all the rows, yes. Scott. Okay. Um, so we have this posted on our show page. This, I think he's a cop in Alabama, or he's a sheriff. Okay. And he is a doppelganger for The Rock. 
Oh, serious. I mean, serious doppelganger. And somehow enough people let Rock know about it. And all Rock did, his response was, oh, bleep, wow. And it, you would never know it wasn't The Rock. That's how much separated at birth. Right. I mean, do you believe that old wives' tale? Everybody has a Lori, doppelganger. Lori, everybody remember, has I a found, doppelganger. Okay, so when I was looking for our, the time I was on the cover of the oh. South Dakota Journal for our nipple enhancers in the year 2000, I was looking for that when you went to Sturgis, okay? Yes. And I was going through old stuff, and I came across this picture of this woman who I swore was my little sister's twin. You thought your dad I had a baby my with dad another had a woman. Baby with another woman. I and mean, the Bargini jeans I, were right I there totally, in the newspaper. And I still have the clipping. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to post it a side by side with my sister. I mean, I literally thought we have a sister. I mean, I dad had a baby and a, didn't tell us, or maybe she didn't tell and him. And sister does amazing things. Like she was it, involved in adoption agencies and bringing families together and did all this good stuff. And I thought, oh, good, someone does really good stuff in our family too. So I approve of her being my sister. Oh, she went After, down a track. Even though dad didn't tell us. Yeah. Or mom, but it yeah. was so weird. So I do believe this. Yeah. And there's a woman that comes out here that always thinks she's my doppelganger. Is and I she? think it's no, not really. Okay. But she thinks she is, and so that's always kind of fun to see what people think, you know. Yeah. But there, there is. I don't know that I found yours yet. Yeah, you have just my head over here, the cardboard just the head. head. Yeah, but that I, we have. But going do on. you guys think you have someone out there that looks a lot like you? Have people told you that before? Oh, the five thousand people in the stands are all saying yes. Yes, for the most part, yes. They've had an encounter. We agree. And if not with your doppelganger, then certainly your doggleganger, <laughs> which everyone has. <laughs> that is true. A dog that resembles them, and if they become a You'd dog be a owner, opsa. They yes, or like maybe a little you know Shih Tzu. Yes, they, something you'd be a you'd be a perky dog like that. Like Casey's doggleganger is a French bulldog, yeah. a bulldog. Any dog with kind of a smashed face, there's something about it. That's it, so nice. When you, and then she'll say, Julia, you look just like him. <laughs> no, you're too girly looking. Any dog with a smashed in face, no, you're no. exactly no, like them. He has a manly smashed face, you know, bully dog francais, so to speak. So to speak. Yeah. So, dog. Okay, we're digressing about the rock, but anyway, he. We, we posted even, it. If you want to take a look at it. But and when you go to mytalk1071.com, I just want people to know we've got really cute state fair shirts this Very. year. All the shows do, and you and can just buy it online. You can buy the th- insulated wine, the mug Yeti wine cooler that says to keep your drinks cold. Because if you notice how fast your drink goes out here, it's warm in a second. So I kind of like that. That to go. Yeah, I know. I know. I think you can just walk around drinking out of it. Well, I don't no, know why no not. one will know what it is. Yeah. It's a cup of coffee. Okay, Sharon Stone, this is posted. She was doing a photo shoot and a pigeon landed on her head. And I say, that's what you get for trying to do a photo shoot in that St. Mark's Square. Square in Venice. In Venice, where all the pigeons are and all the tourists go. It is the, the home. The St. Mark go yeah. or whatever. The pigeons are the ones who are most at home there. They're not afraid of nothing. No people. There's all those cafes, all They'll those tourists. They'll come down and get your food. Feeding them so they become lazy pigeons to boot and they think everything is a statue <laughs> or a post, uh, a lamp. And Everything's they, a landing spot. But I love that Sharon just erupted into beautiful Sharon Stone laughter as she as she's modeling, you know, for Dolce & Gabbana, but I 
I really do not like it when a pigeon Birds. comes anywhere near me. I, I'm all. not and a fan. We've literally had a bird crap on us outside of the new J.B. Hudson store in Nicollet Mall one day. And literally right on us. I on had us. I had a pelican. That's the worst. I had a pelican poop on my head, <laughs> and it ran down my face as I was a spring break trip director pumping beer with my foot in a bikini, and I thought I was all hot. <laughs> And then the the yeah, pelicans we, fly right over the you know the because the pool deck was right on Daytona Beach, and I'm just sitting there just feeling so cute in my string bikini. I'm all pumping that. the keg with my foot because I'm you know too lazy to use my hand, and then people can see my leg in action, and then <laughs> my the, finely toned muscles. Right, calf. I'm so high, right. and I'll bend over. They can see. The and the pelican of my comes by, and it. Plopped and pelicans have huge runny poops like melted ice cream, and it just ran down my face and on melted ice cream on my arm, and it was just a huge amount. And I mean, there's really no other thing to do than just scream and go, "Oh my god!" You know, I was so humiliated. Back, you can take care of your own. I know. I believe I took my finger and ran like like that to scoop up the melted ice cream. I didn't have a napkin. I was in a bikini at a kegger on a pool deck. There wasn't a napkin to be found. That's a good one. Oh, God. You win. All right, we're live at the Minnesota State Fair. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back.